0: Hey, everybody. I'm Alan. I watch a lot of movies. This is Alan Watches Movies. Uh, If you are doing what I assume everyone does that listens to this podcast and just listening to movies that you are curious about my opinion on and not listening to them in order of any sort. uh, I started today uh, or yesterday uh, at the behest or at the idea of, um, of Brad from the Well Actually podcast, uh, that I started revisiting Disney movies that I haven't seen uh, that a lot of people will consider classics, um, or movies that definitely fit that sort of... I Disney claims almost all of their movies are classics, like... I don't know of a Disney movie that Disney doesn't chill as this Disney classic. So I think calling them all Disney classics is fine. Uh, Even though technically the movie that I watched today is uh, from when Disney just was the releaser of Pixar movies. They didn't own Pixar at the time. Uh, And this is technically a Pixar movie, not a Disney movie. Uh, Even though, like I said, they're pretty much the same thing. As far as, I have never thought of a Pixar movie as not a Disney movie. Uh, I call them Pixar movies because it feels like it's a different classification inside the Disney movie. But to me, they're one and the same. They're very synonymous with each other. Uh, and so I felt that this one counted. Uh, so today I watched a bug's life, uh, and from 1997 and to, as I'm just throwing shout outs all over the place, uh, at the suggestion of, uh, of another listener, Bj. BJ. Uh, we, I, he suggested that I also watch the, the short film that accompanied it in the theaters. So you're going to get two, two reviews for this one. Uh, and I think the, the Disney, I think I did a Disney movie before quarantine. I forget. Um, not important. Uh, this, uh, Cause this is like the third iteration of this same podcast. (laughs) Uh, uh, so I've done, I'm pretty sure I've done this before where I've reviewed the, the short as well. Uh, the short that went along with, uh, thankfully Disney plus is, uh, just chock full of product. Uh, they know, they they don't really hold back a ton of things from their catalog and they just put it all out there. So, uh the short which is called Jerry's Game, very easy to find. It's on Disney Plus, just like just like the movie was. Uh which is about essentially it's an old man playing chess against himself and he winds up like, losing and whatnot, it's very cute. Uh, it's adorable uh, and and fun. Uh, what I thought was most interesting about it is, for a second there, through the thing, I forgot that he was... It's four minutes long, and I forgot that he was playing against himself. Because of the way he is portraying himself as two different characters... Uh, maybe Jerry is senile and this is the only way that he gets, uh, any, any enjoyment or connection with life. I don't know. I don't know, but that's all speculation on my part. Uh, but it winds up, it's fun. Uh, I recommend it. Like I said, it's four minutes long and Pixar does, sh- nobody does Animated shorts better than Pixar. Uh, and that's not really saying a ton because nobody, like, there's not really a ton of people that do full length animated movies like Pixar does. So it would, it, you would assume that they would also be very good at short form animation. Um, but anyway, uh, A Bug's Life. So, with Bug's Life, I can tell you that, I could tell that this animation was in the earlier stages of Pixar, but I wasn't bothered by it, that, like, it was very interesting. Uh, I do get this movie, convu- comm- The part of the reason why I got it confused when it came out with, with ants came out around the same time, similar ish look. They both take characters or actors that are generally neurotic, uh, in ants, it's Woody Allen and in uh, a bug's life. It, why the fuck can I think of the guy from kids in a hall? That's in a bug's life. Uh, I'm going to Google it because I have to. Uh, Dave Foley uh, from Kids in the Hall. He's great. Uh, the whole cast. So, like what I mentioned about Hercules, where the voice acting didn't work for me. Um, like the voice acting in this really worked. Like, there wasn't a lot of it that sort of felt odd and out of place, um, I, and they, like, they had their, their standard, the, I mean, I wish I didn't have to talk about Kevin Spacey, uh, cause I forgot that he was in this movie, and I don't, I'm not not a fan of him, uh, cause, cause he's a shithead. The bright side is in this movie, he's playing a shithead. So that's, I mean, that's excellent casting, I guess you could say. Um, I, David Hyde Pierce as a stick bug is just fascinating <laughs> levels of of almost perfect casting, uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus. Uh, she, I for like, another one that I forgot was in this movie, mostly because she's playing like the princess bug, and even in 1997, they. Like, when I think of a princess, I think of younger, and I'm not saying I didn't like having Julie Louise Dreyfus in this movie. I think the movie did. Greatly benefited from that, but that's part of where animation allows you to avoid that that age gap thing that movies do to uh, actresses a lot, where you stop getting work until you're super old, and when you're in your prime, like you get a bunch of work through your 20s, then you turn 30, and Hollywood doesn't know what the fuck to do with you. And then you reach 50, and suddenly they know what they can do with you again. Um, and so, yeah, so you get that. Uh, Phyllis Diller as the queen. It, I love Phyllis. Phyllis is a delight. Dennis Leary playing a ladybug. It goes against type, but it's also very much type where, yeah, if you had a male ladybug, he would probably sound like Dennis Leary with how mad he is that he's being gendered improperly. Um, And, like, if I did it right now, maybe I would do Bill Burr is the the only person who would be better at that indignant anger of being misgendered. Because all ladybugs are girls. Uh, and that sort of thing. Um Yeah, in in general, the whole thing, yeah, the casting is really great. Uh I do appreciate that the animals were a bit more colorful. Um and, which Uh, As compared to Ants, where a lot of it is very, like, brown and, like, just... They don't... They're not really, like, uh, visually pleasing. Pixar has this really great way of making bugs look cute when bugs generally don't. Um, And then, like the side characters. The story is fine. Uh is the is the one thing that I would say about this movie. It's not it's not uh, of the of the Pixar movies. It's it falls in the cars category. And that's not a knock on the movie just because nobody likes cars. Um but it's a straight A to B story and it doesn't have a ton of like metaphors and symbolisms and all of the other stuff that later on Pixar has really come to uh, <laughs> like take and like mold and make it their own um, and so like for example soul. Like, soul has a definite, um, like, emotional resonance. I talked about it in that episode. Um, like, I guess a better, a better sort of thing for me to compare it to than cars, because I don't like cars. Um, onward, it's close, it's more along that line. And so. As opposed to an Inside Out. You know? Um... I was glad to get away from musicals... For a minute. And I was excited to... Like... Follow along with these these cute little bug stories. This cute little bug story. And help him find his own way. And it's very cute. Um... And, I mean, yeah, it goes to show that this, like, I don't know, maybe it was because of who they cast that nobody nobody's clamoring for a sequel to A Bug's Life. But also because Ants also existed shows just how much of a story or how little of a story you can really tell with bugs. Um, and I, But I appreciate that it's not a sequel. There's no sequels uh, that I know of. Uh, I said, I said nobody was clamoring for a live action Hercules, and then forty minutes later, I found out they're making a live action Hercules. So the fuck do I know? Um, yeah, I can see why this would be someone's favorite Pixar movie. I mean, or Disney movie. I could see that. For a certain age, for sure. Uh, I will say, traumatizing. Like, Pixar, again, they're like, they do this where they just throw in a villain getting murdered hard. Like, they don't show it, obviously, but. <laughs> you definitely know that hopper I, i'm spoiling a 20 plus year old movie i'm sorry uh but hopper when he gets caught by the bird like just is not just going to die not just going to be like not just like there's he's got one one big bird catches him and then there's three little baby birds and the big bird is feeding him to the little birds so he's just straight getting ripped to pieces like limbs are getting plucked off like the big chunks of him maybe will get eaten by the big bird and the little parts get eaten by the little birds but Either way, he's getting ripped apart, and like that, that can be intense for a kid, for sure. Uh, but other than that, like they do have little things like kids plucked my wings off for a homeless bird, a, a homeless bug when he goes into the city, and little things like that that make it fun for adults too. Um, I don't know. Where I would rank this in terms of other Pixar movies, uh, I used to have it towards the bottom because I hadn't seen it, and because I had, hadn't seen it, I didn't feel super safe, or I didn't want to judge it indirectly. I did. I wound up judging it directly, but I'd say it floats somewhere around Ratatouille and Monsters Inc and i will let you guys figure out where that lands on my spectrum uh of pixar movies maybe i'll do maybe i'll revisit every pixar movie one of these days uh and do it like i did with mcu i don't know let me know if you'd want me to do that um anyway probably not anytime soon cuz i just watched this but yeah, that could be an interesting little side episode. Um, as for a rating for this movie, uh, f- mm, I feel I feel like three and a half is a good is a good place. It's a good solid base. It's not it's it's not like a meh average. Like that would be two and a half. But it's also not great, which is where I put fours. So, I think three and a half is a good place to put it. Uh, I feel comfortable with three and a half. Uh, we'll do three and a half uh, pods. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Stars. I should just stick to stars. Everybody does stars, though. I don't know. Uh, anyway. That's my review of A Bug's Life. Uh, I'm not gonna, so, not that you guys care about my schedule, but, <laughs> cause these episodes just sort of show up. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, our next episode will probably come out on Thursday when I plan on watching, uh, Lilo and Stitch. Um, and then Friday, I'll finish up the week on Friday with Moana, the one that kickstarted the whole thing. Uh, and so, thank you for listening. You can always email me at alan.brand at com. You can also follow along with the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at alan at the movies. You can also like and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Uh, you were, did that because you listen to this. I make that recommend that notice every time. I say it. I still say it. Uh, and you can also, uh, give me a ratings, uh, on the iTunes and a review. That would be great. Uh, and, uh, five stars though. Uh, I don't want none of your, your shitty four star reviews. No, no, this is five star quality material that I'm giving you guys. Um, and with that. I will see you guys the next time I watch a movie. Bye-bye.